0: Uh excuse me, are we on? I think so. Thank you. Hello, hello it's Paul. It's Nessa. It's, it's Paul, Paul and, and Nessa's, Nessa's Happy Hour. Hour. A sketch comedy podcast with added stuff and nonsense. Oh, hello.
1: What's that coming round the corner? It's only episode three.
0: Woohoo, episode three is available as an alcoholic free option. But
1: why would you want that version, you crazy buzzkill? <laughs> Now go over to Downing Street for a government announcement.
2: Hello. After the latest scientific advice, we are announcing these latest guidelines. Due to the inferred innuendo from their names, the following fruits will no longer be available. Melons. Kumquats. A nice juicy pear. Titty bum fanny berries.
1: That is all.
3: Paul and Ness's happy hour. Running up the down escalator and flicking the V's to the
0: security camera. Welcome to episode three of Paul and Ness's happy hour. And already we can genuinely say that we're an international podcast. Yeah,
1: we certainly can. (laughs) Thanks for downloading. Hello to all our listeners in Italy, Spain... ...the USA Ooh. and... ...and... Mm. ...Norway... <laughs> ...hello, no... ...hello, Norway... I was like going the song contest there. ...hello,
0: Norway, are oh, you there? Nilpwa!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, if only we had a sketch about the Norwegian Blue Parrot...
0: ...it's been done, Cocker, move on...
4: <laughs> ...fair enough, Over with the show... <laughs> well, it wasn't easy, Mr Smith... ...especially since you cut the funding... But we here, at Build Your Own Robot Date Limited, have managed to put together
5: something that we think you'll be happy with. Excellent, and just in time, too. My annual works party is tonight, and I can't find a real lady, because I'm so frightfully hideous. So, let's have a look at her. There she is. Martha. Mmm, excellent work. And you managed to do all of this within the new budget? Yes, sir. I uh, had to cut a few corners, but I managed to
4: reach most of your specifications. Well, she really is a beauty. I'm glad you're pleased. If I had the original budget, I could have done more. Like what? Well, you might notice that her eyes are a little bit off.
5: Oh, that's fine. It's a charming little quirk.
4: And instead of the photosensitive skin like you requested, I had to cover her in
5: fake tan keep the cost down. Ah, just like those classy ladies from reality TV. Um, are those male boxer shorts she's wearing? Yes. Uh, they're mine. Hmm. An unusual choice. Sexy, but unusual. But all of these little things have allowed me to come in bang on budget. Well, let's fire her up and take her for a test drive. <laughs> Now, her personality
4: was where most of the effort went. Just tell her your name and
5: interests,
4: and she will begin to formulate conversation topics.
5: Hello, Martha. My name is Mr. Smith. I enjoy fine wines, movies, and Italian food.
3: Hello,
2: Mr. Smith. It's very nice to meet you. What do you say to going for a nice pizza and a bottle of Chablis? Then off to watch the new Star Wars film?
5: Well, that's just ruined everything.
4: I'm sorry about the voice, Mr. Smith, but I had to record it myself. It was the only way to stay within budget.
5: Oh, no, no, no. The voice is fine. It's just, I can't possibly go out with anyone who likes Star Wars. Geek.
2: (laughs) I've got a question, a genuine question, I've got a question, answer me this.
0: It's time for another new feature. (laughs) It's a pretty straightforward feature, this one. We're going to ask a question that might sound a bit weird or stupid or pointless or whatever, or all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. But it is actually... A genuine question.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then we'll just dick about talking about it for a couple of minutes, basically. You probably will. Yeah, yeah. And now is it my question? (laughs) It is your question. Right, well, I have got a genuine question, right? Genuine question. Is there a toaster out there on the market that can actually take the size of a Warburton slice? Uh, (laughs) Ah,
0: now that is a very good genuine question. It's a genuine question. It is. Now, I actually, when I went out and bought that toaster, believe it or not, I did take a slice of bread with me (laughs) and that (laughs) honestly I honestly did and that slice of bread fitted at that time that same brand that you've mentioned Warburton's fitted in that toaster and it was the only toaster that would allow that size of bread in there not having to top off its hat
1: so are you saying to me that Warburton's as a loaf of bread is now getting taller
0: that's the only question you have you're not questioning me taking a loaf into bread into curries (laughs) And sticking it in the toaster. That's perfectly normal (laughs)
5: behaviour for you.
1: So, okay, so you're saying that our toaster that we've got did used to fit a Warburton's slice. That's the only reason we got that toaster. Right, there you go. See, I knew I wasn't going mad, because now (laughs) what, what I have to do is put the slice of bread in... The, the slice of Warburton's bread in the toaster, but I have to stand over the toaster and halfway through, pop it, turn the slice upside down and put it back in <laughs> to toast the other side. I I, might as well, we might as well go back to them eye-level grills that we used to have when I was yes, about Yes, let's five. do that,
0: but I think I know what you've done wrong. It's a genuine first-world problem.
1: It is, it is, because mm-hmm. you know me, I am partial to a slice of toast mm. and Warburton's is definitely my preferred like brand of bread. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, uh, nothing even comes close to a slice of Warburton's yeah. when it's toast. If Mr. Warburton is listening <laughs> and he wants to get in touch, <laughs> I am quite happy, believe me, to advertise your brand of bread. I don't know no these other breads are available, no, mind, <laughs> mind you. The most recent adverts for Warburtons had Robert De Niro in it, so uh, I don't think they're coming knocking <laughs> on my door anytime soon. I've
3: got a question, a genuine
2: question. I've got a question. Answer me this.
0: We now go over to Downing Street for a government announcement.
2: Hello. After the latest scientific advice. We are announcing these latest guidelines. Due to the inferred innuendo from their names, the following phrases will no longer be allowed in the construction trade tongue and groove, wet finish, flush the pipes, the twat wrench. That is all.
0: Jokes that make you laugh. Jokes, jokes that make you cry. Jokes. jokes that are really, really funny. Uh-huh. Jokes. <laughs> which hand is better to write with? What? Oh, what? Which? <laughs> I
1: don't. I don't know which. Ha- Do you know what? For the next episode, I'm going to get a proper comedian to come on and tell some oh, jokes.
0: That's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> I am a proper comedian. I don't know
1: which hand is better to write with.
0: Neither. It's best to write with a pen. Do you want another? I've got another.
5: Nah.
2: (laughs) Puny humans, I am Magala, leader of the Graspatrons, your overlords. We have still to resolve our legal dispute with Comtective Watt, our broadband supplier. So once again, you will have to tremble and quake at the very sound of my voice, and not the very look on my face or the very size of my hands, thus. So, what's new with you, hey? Well, We've been working very hard this end, and I can exclusively reveal to you today, puny humans, that you can expect to be invaded, quelled, crushed, and fiddled with inappropriately any day now. But not just by your Tory government. Oh, no! <laughs> I do not hear laughter. You said topical political satire was the way forward. No, indeed, not by those politicians and the such like, but by the huge hands of our supreme Graspatron invasion force. Ha! Yeah! Q Jingle. Oh, that's a stage direction. Note to self. Review propaganda material in future, before broadcasting it, in case it's as bad as that was. See you all and the family, and everyone else's family, on Wednesday fortnight. And don't expect to wear clean underwear. We'll be naming and shaming on our live Twitter feed. Bye for now! Ooh, um, forget... The Wednesday Fortnite thing, it's supposed to be a surprise invasion. So, uh, maybe we'll see you on Wednesday fortnight, or maybe sooner, or possibly later. Who knows? Everything else still applies. And relax. You know, I'm really starting to get the hang of these announcement things now. I get all keyed up, and then bam, the mic's on, and I go for it. You just gotta be yourself. Anywho, I'm offered. Uh, oh, ah, uh, is, is this thing still on?
1: Daphne, dear Daphne, Daphne, dear Daphne please help dear Daphne, we're really desperate dear Daphne, 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 please help me Daphne. Uh, well Nessa's just popped out of the studio for a few minutes just to take the recycling out, but um, I'm joined in the studio now by an old friend of the show, mm. Uh, we'd like to welcome Daphne Crankshaft-Doodlebug. Oh, hello.
0: Nice to be here again. Hello, hello. Daphne.
1: Uh, now, as well as being our resident agony aunt, Daphne is a very busy freelance consultant and troubleshooter in the corporate and media world. So, tell us, Daphne, first of all, have you been shooting any interesting troubles recently?
0: Oh, yes. Thank you for asking, Paul. Yes. Recently, I've been diving very deeply into muff. uh,
1: uh beg your pardon?
0: Muff the Milk Manufacturers' Union, and Federation of Farmers. Oh, I see. Mm-mm. Yes, they've asked me to help them with their sales and marketing strategy for milk going into the next quarter. It's a very exciting project.
1: Uh, yeah, well, uh, milk's a very important product.
0: Oh, yes. I've been a huge fan of it. Well, ever since I was a baby, in fact. <laughs> Which is why I, I think muff is so terribly important. <laughs>
1: Yes, well, me too. Oh,
0: glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. As I said to a conference of dairy farmers just last night, where would we be without Muff? <laughs> Are you okay?
1: Quite, yes. No, I'm fine. Well, listen, thanks for um, sparing the time to come here today to mm. help our listeners with their problems. So we'll crack straight on. Our first email's from Chardonnay, who comes from Essex. Uh, Chardonnay's 17. She's been going out with her boyfriend for nearly seven hours mm. now. She's very much in love with him. Uh, and she wants some advice on how to get him to pop the question.
0: Well, it sounds to me like he's just a little bit nervous. He needs a good, strong backbone to summon up the courage. Uh,
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And the only way to strengthen your bones is with a good source of calcium. So get him to drink plenty of milk.
1: Uh, Milk, really?
0: Oh, absolutely. Get some of that lovely, thick milk down his neck and you'll be slipping your finger in his ring in no time at all.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Uh, uh, the next email comes from Mid Wales. This one. It's from uh oh, bless you. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Hilfania.
0: Are you all right, Paul? Would you like a glass of milk?
1: <laughs> no, 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 it, That's that's the lady's name, Llyl-Lfania. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, so Lil Fanya says that her husband's going away to work on the oil rigs for six months and she's worried that he'll be lonely and miss his family. So what should she do?
0: Well, I saw this a lot when I was doing some work for Cock <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm? Sorry, Cock
0: Yes, Cock The Coalition of Coal, Oil and Fossil Fuels.
1: Cock Off.
0: Mm. Now, you see, the worry comes from thinking he's not going to be taken care of. So make sure you send him off with plenty of good food. Cereal is a good staple diet. But most importantly, make sure he takes plenty of long-life milk.
1: Milk, milk, of course, yes. And what about the cereal? Any particular brand there?
0: Any, except the one that sullies the milk into a shitty brown colour. It's (laughs) disgusting.
1: (laughs) Right. Um uh, finally, uh, Audrey Forbes-Poshington from High Wickham's planning on entering her garden into Lovely. the Home Counties in Bloom competition this year. But sadly, she can't get her lobelia to hang right.
0: Oh, my, uh, there's nothing worse than a flabby lobelia.
1: No, well, no, <laughs> indeed.
0: Mm. So what she needs is a good plant feed. Now you can get excellent products from any garden centre But it's all about the quantities that you mix, you see. And I have a little secret here. Come closer. (laughs) I discovered this last year when I suffered from a Wilton Clematis. Just mix one litre of water, a drop of plant feed, and my special secret ingredient. It's actually very widely available. Three litres of what's called eau de vache.
1: Oh, eau de vache? Hmm. Isn't that water of a cow?
0: Milk, yes.
1: Right, well, well, uh, thank you very much, Daphne, uh, and I hope that's helped some of our listeners out there.
0: Uh, If I may, Paul, just before I depart, hmm, I'm going to do as much as I can for my organisation in these troubled times. hmm. And at the moment, we're doing a bit of fundraising for them. So, if your listeners can, Hmm. please dig deep to help. I know we all feel strongly. Mm-hmm. We feel they do a wonderful job. Mm. So please, if you can, put your hands in your pockets and feel for Muff. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Daphne. Daphne oh, you, you really helped me, Daphne. Get over me problems. with really
2: win.
3: product placement.
2: <laughs> Admiral Nelson. What is it, Hardy? Look, in the distance. Land ahoy. Uh, Let me get my telescope. I see no land. (laughs) Admiral Nelson, may I offer some friendly advice? Uh, Of course, Hardy. I think the gag about you being blind in one eye is starting to wear a bit thin. What? Just a bit. You know, the first time you did it, put the telescope up to your eye patch and said, I see no ships. That was a blinder. No pun intended. It was fresh, it was off-the-cuff, again, no pun intended, and it was topical. The crew loved it. Well, of course. But you've been doing it about absolutely everything for the past five months, and it's sort of lost some of its spark. Nonsense, Hardy. A good joke gets better the more you tell it. Eh, lads? um, Well, anyway, never mind. Land ahoy! Land ahoy! I see no land. Oh, for goodness. It's over there, in the middle of the sea. I see no sea. <laughs> it's comedy, girl. He's <laughs> still doing it. Unbelievable. It's the thing on which this damn boat is floating.
6: I see no boat. <laughs>
2: no, no, I'm, I'm on fire tonight. Kiss me, Hardy. What? I don't what? Nelson... We should get to the bridge straight away. I see no, bridge.
3: Shut up! Shut up! Will you just shut up? Please shut up!
2: Tough crowd. Careful, Bates, or you'll be up on a mutiny charge.
3: Good. I'll walk the plank. Anything to get away from this incessant torture.
2: I see no plank.
3: I'm telling you, mate. If you say I see no one more time, I'm not going to be responsible for my actions. All
2: right, Bates, that's enough. I'm placing you under arrest. Jones, escort Bates to the brig. You'll go without rations for a week. Oh, no. Hardy, come on. He's only joking. I see no need to deprive. Ah! Oh! Bates, man, what did you do that for? You shot Admiral Nelson. I couldn't help it. I just snapped. Couldn't help it. He was reprieving you, man. All right, he was a little bit irritating, but that was all. He was armless, really. Oh, <laughs> you get it. Armless. <laughs> Because he's Nelson. And he only had one arm, didn't he? <laughs> I made a funny. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Ow! Gee whiz, Doc, where are we? Great Scott, this is not Doc Brown. And this is not Marty. And we're
2: listening to Paul and Ness's happy hour. We've been to the future. We know how it ends.
0: This is round you can hear it's coming. His veins are coming up, his head's gonna explode. Go on and on and on. This right. Go on
1: then. <laughs> uh, how long have you got? Oh, people who use the word literally incorrectly.
0: Oh dear, you're going to go on for hours. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Can we do an extended episode for this? We one, literally please?
0: haven't got all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you,
1: thank you. Because right, I'll tell you what it does to me. Right. Gets you angry? What, yeah, well, literally, <laughs> literally, it does. It gets me angry. It gets me irritated enough <laughs> that I'll comment about it sarcastically every time I hear it happen on the telly. Yeah. Right, which is loads, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it, it also makes me literally angry enough to. <laughs> rant about it in a hopefully mildly amusing way on our comedy podcast go on
0: then give me an example it, Well,
1: no but what it what it doesn't do literally for, like for example when people say uh oh, oh oh i hate that such and such it it literally boils my
0: piss when it doesn't
1: no it doesn't I d- right piss into a kettle and then switch it on then that's literally boiling your piss <laughs> okay mate <laughs> And that, can, can I tell you where this rant came from, by the way, for this oh, well, episode? I'm
0: sure I even, yeah, just yes.
1: Because <laughs> I was watching Homes Under the Hammer, right, this week, which, <laughs> by the way, for people listening from other countries, I'll just quickly explain. Homes Under the Hammer is a TV show on the BBC where they follow members of the public, isn't it? We watch yeah. it and they buy a property at auction and then they, they renovate it to live in it or sell it on or whatever. Yeah. Okay, Right, so we were watching that and this guy was being interviewed on it And he said, um, "Oh yeah, I do. I do all the physical work. Yeah, but I couldn't do it without the support of my wife. Mm -hmm. She is literally my backbone." (laughs) 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 Oh no! Right? Yeah. No, mate, she isn't. She isn't. Unless you had some weird ceremony where you got married to your own spine, right? Your (laughs) wife is not literally your backbone, right? (laughs) She might support you morally. She might, uh, maybe, even financially. I don't know, but you know, she, she's got is... the thirty-three vertebrae surrounding your spinal cord, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's got a very to
0: literal meaning. People use it to express what they what they feel. So he's saying how important it is. I know. I get what you're meaning. That literally isn't literally unless it literally is the right place to use it. That made sense, I think. I
1: literally don't know.
0: (laughs) That means he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's just illiterate people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if I was in charge, they'd be first up against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're better out there. (laughs) I literally wish I'd never said that.
0: (laughs)
6: Really angry with trivial pointless pathetic little things. That was Paul's rant. Shall I compare thee to a No, no, no. That won't work. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Oh yes! Perfect! You've done it again, Orpheus Uh Enter Orpheus? What is it, Eurydice? My love, my inspiration, my golden fleece on a rack of otherwise regular jumpers.
3: I want to quit my job.
6: But my love, you provide for us, our family. Why would you want to do this?
3: Well, it's boring. It's all organize this parchment and organize that parchment. Plus, my boss is a bit of a perv. I caught him looking at my toga yesterday.
6: Oh, my Zeus. Did you speak to human resources?
3: Yes. They told me not to worry about it and that, as a woman, I should be thankful I'm even employed in the first place. Anyway, that's not the point. Orpheus, I want to pursue my dream.
6: But I thought I was your dream. What's this new dream?
3: To be a singer. It's not new. I used to do it all the time before we were married. Then I had to get a job to maintain your lifestyle as a songwriter. Which, and you know I love your work, honey, isn't exactly bringing in the mega books.
6: I just need to catch a break. One song and I'll hit the big time. It's harder for mythological figures to crack the industry, hun. You know that.
3: Yes, I know, honey, but you've been saying that for six years now. I think it's only fair that I follow my dream now and you go out there and get a real job.
6: But, my darling, you're my muse and I'm the artist. That's how this works.
3: Well, maybe it's time for a change. You can be my muse, hon.
6: A male muse? That's not a thing. I'd be the laughing stock of Athens, or wherever it is we're from. No, this won't do. It sounds like a phase. Are you even any good?
3: <clears throat>
6: well, that was terrible, wasn't it?
3: Orpheus, now you're just being silly.
6: Well, how am I supposed to feel? Writing music is all I know. Who would employ a composer with no prior job history?
3: I could get you a job at the Parchment Company.
6: Oh, yes. That sounds like a barrel of laughs. Oh,
3: grow up, Orpheus.
6: You can't make me. I'll tell my dad.
3: Apollo, well, that's right. Go crying to Daddy.
6: You know, one of these days you're going to die and I'll have to go to the underworld and rescue you. Well, guess what, Eurydice? I'm not going to do it, Eurydice.
3: I want a divorce.
6: Fine by me. Long time coming. Fine. Good.
2: And that's how Orpheus and Eurydice invented divorce. Eurydice went on to have a moderately successful pop career charting in Egypt. Orpheus wrote a lot of sad lyrics that later influenced all of the music of the
0: 1980s. That's it for episode three. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Yeah,
1: uh, find us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We are at PN Happy Hour. Uh, and we're in all the usual places as well. iTunes, Spotify, all of that stuff.
0: Yep, so please continue to download and listen wherever you get your podcasts from. Spread the word, tell your friends, and if you fancy, you can leave us a nice review as well.
1: Yeah, do leave us a nice review. <laughs> Now go over to Downing Street for a Government Announcement.
2: Hello. After the latest scientific advice, we are announcing the latest guidelines. Due to the inferred innuendo from them, the following phrases will no longer be allowed in sport. New balls, please. Coming up the rear. Deep screw back. Get your hand off my thigh, Gareth. I don't care if this is a scram down. I'm not doing that again.
1: That is all.
0: You have been listening to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Conceived, written and performed by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen.
1: Sketches were written by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen, And Tim Gambrel, Andrew Stevenson and Matt Watson. Additional voices came from Sarah Boulter, Frank Ditchburn, David Foster, Thomas Potts, Craig Richardson, and Jay Sykes. Incidental music was by Spence.
0: The script editor was Paul Dunn. The show was a Crank Danville production.
1: See you for the next episode. Bye! Bye. Bye.
0: Both had a of goodbye.
1: <laughs> well done for reading the stage directions.
0: Thank you. <laughs>